0: We're heading into week two. Week one reactions. Don't panic. Don't have them. Take full advantage of them. Don't be crazy after one week of play. I don't know how many times I have to repeat myself in my Ask Smitty feature on sleeperu.com. I get so many emails over and over about Smitty. Even after, even though we're heading into week two, we did have the Thursday night game where Mike Evans laid another egg. And I have people messaging me after that game saying, Smitty, should I trade Mike Evans for uh, Hollywood Brown? Should I trade Mike Evans for Tyrell Williams? Smitty, should I cut Baker Mayfield, who hasn't even played his week two game yet? These are the definition of knee-jerk reactions. These are the definition of things that you should take advantage of if people are doing this in your league And let's get into it. Let's talk about this kind of stuff. And let's do it right now. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. buy low video on youtube.com slash the fantasy football show so I'm not going to get into all the players that I think you should buy low this week you can listen to that podcast or watch that video if you want that information but I felt the need to get on here and record a podcast specifically targeted to the knee-jerk reacting type thinking that everybody still has even though I have a buy low video and podcast that says Go get Baker Mayfield before he plays his Week 2 contest on Monday night. Go get David Montgomery b- before he gets more carries and-, and looks better long-term heading into Weeks Three, Four, Five. Even though I have them listed on my buy low, I still continue to get enormous amounts of emails on SleeperU.com. SleeperU.com. Make sure you get it. It comes with the one-on-one advice, the the Ask Smitty advice. And even though I have these articles and videos and podcasts saying buy low on these guys, and I list a bunch of them for this week, all the Browns, basically, Aaron Rodgers, Montgomery, even though I have these guys on my buy low list, on all these outlets of, of, of fantasy football goodness, I still get emails constantly that say Smitty. Should I cut Baker Mayfield? And I want to ask, did you not listen or read or watch the the eight or different eight different versions of my my buy low content that I have spread out through all of social media and sleeperu.com in written form, audio form, video form? I know they've seen it, but yet I keep getting asked, Smitty, should I cut Baker Mayfield? Well, he's on my buy low list. So no, take a lap for even asking. If you're at work, run around your building. You deserve it. You're at home, run around your your neighborhood. You need to take a lap. No, do not drop Baker, Baker, touchdown, maker. No, do not trade Mike Evans for, for Hollywood Brown. Or Tyrell Williams, who I like both of those guys, but they're wide receiver three saviors. Those are your gems that you maybe stole away from everybody as a wide receiver three potential player. Those are not Mike Evans worthy. Do I start or sit this guy over Mike Evans? Those are not the same types of, of talent. No, don't cut David Montgomery, when he's on my buy low list, I don't understand the disconnect here. And that's why I'm throwing this podcast out here now to address just the knee jerk reaction thinking, not to just go over my buy low list again. It's to say, why are you asking me to cut these guys? Why are you asking me if you should trade Mike Evans for Hollywood Brown? Why am I being asked, should I trade George Kittle? For Mark Andrews, who you just picked up after one week. Or he was on your bench and you weren't sure what he was going to do this year, if anything. And after one week, you're asking me if you should trade George Kittle for Mark Andrews. If you think that, or thought that, or that crossed your mind, take a lap. Right now. People... Don't realize how good George Kittle is. I don't understand it. And I know what you're going to say, Smitty. That 49ers offense, they didn't even, he didn't produce. You know what I have to say to anybody that thinks George Kittle didn't produce in week one? He had two touchdowns called back. People don't realize that. People that don't watch every game. And and you know what? Sometimes I'm victim of that because I'm watching the red zone because I do enjoy that channel a lot. And I missed his second callback touchdown, but you, you, you damn well know that I'm going to hear about it, with how embedded I am in in terms of all this stuff. So even on, on on those situations, someone like me could miss his second touchdown being called back, thinking he only had one touchdown called back. You got to think the rest of your fantasy football world has no clue that this guy was going to have two touchdowns unless they watched that specific game. So if george kittle isn't on your roster go buy low he's gonna be a beast this year he proved it in week one super unlucky that this guy had two tds called back two if george kittle had both of those scores we'd be talking about a very different situation when we bring up the name george kittle over the middle and I get people asking me about Andrews or Delaney Walker over George Kittle. You gotta be kidding me. Biggest knee jerk reacting I've seen in a long time after one week of play. I'm almost I'm almost just like, I don't know if I'm excited because of all the buy low opportunities, because this group think is big. That there's so many people thinking the same thing that it it usually tells me it's time to take advantage. But for whatever reason, I think because I'm being asked about cutting some of these guys and trading them for for week one waiver wire pickups, it's bothering me more than it should. Instead, I normally normally use this to fuel me into getting a lot of awesome buy low trades, uh, giving you guys a lot of content on buy low opportunities. Usually, it's all like... A fuel me type situation but for whatever reason it's rubbing me the wrong way after this week because of all the people jumping ship on every single one of the people that busted no matter how much upside they have it's crazy all the people saying Daryl Henderson is drop worthy and garbage and that I was wrong about predicting big things for Daryl Henderson what a waste of a pick Smitty you missed that one first of all Could I miss on Daryl Henderson? Sure. But have I missed on Daryl Henderson yet? No. How the hell can you say a guy's a bust after one week of play when his team didn't use him like they said they were going to because the Rams often lie about everything that comes out of their mouth regarding usage of a player, how much they're going to play this guy, are they going to scale back Todd Gurley? No, they're not and then they do and then they say well that's not scaling back that's just how we want to use him it's all it's all a word game for them they don't tell us the truth now could that be the problem could it be that we're not going to see him get enough carries ever and that he does become a bust absolutely could be that could definitely be what happens and that's why he would bust he's not going to bust based on lack of talent He's gonna bust based on the fact that that team won't use him properly if he's gonna bust at all Daryl Henderson there he has so much amazing there's so many amazing stats that I can throw at you that you've heard over and over and over that not only prove that Daryl Henderson's one of the most explosive college running backs to come out in a long time he might be the most explosive running back to come out and then in the last 10, 15 years. And you can laugh at that. You can say that I'm talking out my ass. You can say whatever you want. But the bottom line is this, the facts are on my side. More 20 and 40 plus yard runs than anybody in the nation last year. 8.9 yards per carry in 2018, 8.9 yards per carry in 2017. No one else has those stats. And the most important one, more yards per attempt than anyone in college football history. You give a guy a home run hitting player like that. I don't care about, oh, he had a weaker schedule, Smitty. He played some good teams. He played an 11-0 UCF team and tore them to shreds. So don't tell me he didn't have a tough team or two to face when he was lighting it up in college football. So do I think you should drop him? Stop emailing me that question, please. I beg you. I beg you. I no longer want to read the same question over and over about should I drop Daryl Henderson? Now, if, if you're in a small, like very tiny league, where your rosters are tiny and for whatever reason, you know, you're looking at a, a Devin Singletary sitting there, then of course there are moves to be made. There are, are there are scenarios where it doesn't make sense to roster really any backup running back. That's a different story. That's unusual. That's you know, in Yahoo League sometimes you're looking at that kind of thing. No know, know the context, guys. But for the most part, if you if you own Singletary, I'm sorry, uh, if you own De- Daryl Henderson you were in a position to store and stash those kinds of running backs. Therefore, cutting him for who? Who are you gonna cut him for? The real thing that you need to be looking at right now is, and it's probably too late at this point, I hope you took my waiver wire advice because I released that right away. I, my advice was to, to grab Malcolm Brown, use him as a flex if you, if you can now, if you need him, uh, but expect this duo to take care of you. Don't count out Daryl Henderson after one week, one carry. Get nervous about how they want to use him, and if they're going to stick to their word and give him 9 to 12 touches a game, uh, eventually. But, don't just discredit this guy's college football track record and act like he's garbage. I hate when I read lines that say Daryl Henderson's garbage, cut him. Daryl Henderson's not good. Like, are you who... I, I just want to ask those people, what evidence do you have that he's garbage from anything that you've seen? Absolutely nothing. He's got one carry and is not being used by his team. If you want to say his situation sucks and I don't want to wait around for it, at least I respect that comment. But to act like you can determine from what you've seen on the field in week one with one carry when he got swarmed once touched... Immediately touched the football, he was swarmed. You're just you're just spitting crap out of your mouth and not even thinking. This guy has elite potential and everybody should be scooping him up left and right if he's getting cut and you're in at least a medium to large size league. Granted, if you're in a very tiny league, I understand If you've been hit with injuries, you need to let him go. That's a very different situation. But that's my rant on Daryl Henderson. That's my rant on everybody looking to have knee-jerk reactions in week one, after week one, heading into week two. Don't give up on Aaron Rodgers. Don't give up on Baker Mayfield. Don't give up on George Kittle. Don't ask me questions like "should I should I bench Mike Evans next week." If that's your if that's what you're going to ask me, I want to buy into your league and take over your roster for you because that that's like on the Jerry Seinfeld episode where Jerry's not taking care of his car and the mechanic takes it and and goes across country with his car and calls Jerry and says, "You weren't taking care of it. You weren't nurturing your car, Jerry." That's me with your roster if you're actually contemplating sitting Mike Evans in week three. Don't do it. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show.